0: teenager in your household you love them to death but we know they've got troubles many times they feel bullied you don't know if they're harboring fantasies of getting retribution against classmates that have been unfair to them there's so much you don't know and they can be very secretive and private about what's going on in their lives it's like the berlin wall sometimes what does yesterday's conviction of jennifer crumbly do for parents if you are a parent of a teen like that what warning signs do you need to be concerned about Do you need to be concerned about certainly the guns in your house but what about knives and other things that could be used as weapons how far reaching is this verdict for parents we welcome in jeff swartz he is the professor of criminal law and criminal procedure also a former judge uh now teaching at cooley law school and a uh in florida and we welcome him to wjr morning good morning jeff swartz good morning how are you today we're good judge good to have you with us Just give us your first take about what should be the biggest takeaway for parents waking up with a teenager in their household this morning. I think
1: most lawyers are recognizing that there is, excuse me, there is a, a real problem with what we call persuasive precedent. This won't hold except for in the state until an appellate court approves it. This doesn't hold as mandatory, but other jurisdictions which want to pursue actions against parents to make sure they secure guns or make them responsible for their children's acts will follow up on this. And you say, they did it in Michigan. We should be doing it here. And they'll try their cases the same way under the same kind of statute. Do you believe this case had a unique set of circumstances, though, that, you know, she was at the school the day of the shooting. the gun wasn't... um secured, things like that, that this was a special case? I don't think this is all that special. I understand that they were at the school that day. I listen to the testimony, and I start to wonder whether, in fact, they were as responsible for what happened as the school administrators were. If they were that concerned, and remember, he took the stand and said at the time he didn't think he was dangerous. If, in fact, he was that dangerous, one has to wonder why he was put back in a classroom, why he wasn't put in a basically a detention hall kind of situation until school was out, the students were gone and then send him home, or why didn't they search his backpack? None of that was done by the school people. To me, that's what we call inter- intermediate causation. That is, it intervened between what the parents failed to do and the actual shooting. I think this was very selective in the way that the prosecutor did it, by going after the parents and blaming them for basically not hiding the gun well enough, or not securing the gun, which they actually had no legal duty to perform.
0: Judge, um, coming up will be James Crumbly, the father of the shooter. His trial is next month, and. I know a lot of people watching the trial of Jennifer Crumbly and hearing the verdict could be possibly some future jurors for him, and I know the judge will tell them that they can't consider what happened in Jennifer Crumbly's case, but that's easier said than done. How would that affect him getting uh, a jury that uh, can be fair?
1: Well, knowing Judge Matthews, as, as I really don't know her that well except for watching her in this case, she's going to do everything she can to find jurors for James Crumbly part of that will include the idea you ask the question well if you have a preconceived notion of the guilt of this man and or you have knowledge of this case can you set all of that aside and judge the case solely on the evidence that you hear in this courtroom that's the key question and if they answer yes then they're still qualified to be a juror. That doesn't mean that they can't be stricken by the defense for whatever reasons they can find. But the truth of the matter is it's going to be hard to find a jury in Oakland County or anywhere in the Detroit area for that matter. So could they if in fact So could they have a
0: change of venue? Could they ask for a change of venue?
1: Yeah, that's where I was going. Yeah, okay. um, the truth of the matter is that if it happens that they cannot find a jury then they have to go somewhere into some metropolitan area that has the same kind of demographics as Oakland County, and that most likely would be Grand Rapids or possibly Traverse City. Hmm. That's the way that I, I There's just no place else for them to go in the Lower Peninsula.
0: You said a moment ago, and it, it really hit me, you said securing the gun, they had no legal duty to do that. Really? Because the jury, at least the jury forewoman, seems to be suggesting otherwise, saying that the last adult that was in possession of that gun that they determined that they did bear a responsibility to secure it better. Well,
1: there is no legal duty. We're talking, what she's talking about and what other people consider a legal duty is one that they just think they should have done on a moral basis or any other kind of basis. But there was no legal duty. There is now, there is a statute Mm -hmm. in Michigan that creates that legal duty.
0: Takes effect Tuesday. Before
1: that, there, what was that again?
0: Takes effect Tuesday.
1: Yeah. So you have that statute now, and the fact of the matter is that 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 did not exist before. And so they are thinking of legal duty in the terms of, you know, securing the gun is something you should do. Well, that's an opinion. It wasn't. A, it 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 didn't affect this case. They had to go to the other theory that somehow they were negligent, and try to and try to attach a negligence for not doing it. And that's the dangerous precedent that's being set here, Mm -hmm. not establishing a legal obligation, but saying it's negligence if you don't take that step. And you even brought out earlier, do you secure your knives? Do you secure your baseball bats? Do you do anything that can be used as a weapon? And how closely do you watch your children? And at the first sign of something, do you run off to a psychologist trying to find out, is my kid descending into becoming a mass murderer? I mean, parents are are really going to be, should be shaken up by this as to how they have, do they have to be helicopter parents that watch every little thing their children do in a discerning eye? I'm not sure that that's going to work out very well. We have like 10 seconds. Do you think politics will play a role, prosecutors who are anti-gun? It will, as it did in this case. There's no question that Ms. McDonald, uh, in my opinion, is going to run for governor of the state of Michigan in two years.
0: Interesting, and that that was part of her motivation beyond just a quest for justice. Professor Swartz, thank you for your time.